What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst, Glenn Kirshner. Donald Trump was recently interviewed on NBC's Meet the Press, and he told lie after lie attempting to taint future jury pools. Glenn says it's time to stop this reckless rhetoric. So friends, you may have seen the interview of Donald Trump on Meet the Press. There's certainly been a lot of talk about it. Let's take on some of the implications of that interview. Let's take on some of what came out of Donald Trump's mouth. But first, if you'll indulge me just 30 seconds of housekeeping. As you may know, we're an all-volunteer outfit here at Justice Matters. We're up and running seven days a week, and we couldn't do it without your support. So if you're interested in more formally supporting our all-volunteer efforts, our mission, our content, please feel free to come on over to patreon.com. You can sign up to become a patron, and if you do, I'll send you some Team Justice and Justice Matters stickers and a personal handwritten note of thanks. And thank you to the many of you who have come over to patreon.com and are supporting our efforts. Now, in the Meet the Press interview, Donald Trump lied and lied and lied. He steamrolled and steamrolled his way through the interview. And then many of the news outlets were left to do fact-checking stories after the fact call Donald Trump out on his lies. Here are just a few of the examples of that from NBC itself. Fact-checking Trump's Meet the Press interview. Trump used the word rigged more than a dozen times. In fact, I saw one news outlet report. He used the word rigged 19 times in connection with the 2020 election. CNN fact-check 14 of Trump's false claims on Meet the Press, Rolling Stone, bacon prices and ballot stuffing, Trump's biggest lies on Meet the Press. You know, friends, I question the wisdom of platforming Donald Trump's lies. Think about this. How many people watch the interview or some portions of the interview versus how many people go and read the fact-checking stories afterwards? to see how many lies Donald Trump told and on what topics. But, you know, there are some good things that come from letting Donald Trump continue to run his mouth on TV. This from Newsweek headline, Donald Trump just destroyed his own defense. And that article begins, Former President Donald Trump may have destroyed his own defense against criminal charges related to his alleged efforts to overturn his loss in the 2020 election, legal experts have suggested. 
Trump, the current frontrunner for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination, was indicted on felony charges in early August for allegedly working to subvert the election results in the run-up to the January 6, 2021 riot by his supporters at the U.S. Capitol. Special counsel Jack Smith said in the indictment that Trump knew his claims of having won the election were false, but he repeated and widely disseminated them anyway to make his knowingly false claims appear legitimate, to create an intense national atmosphere of mistrust and anger, and to erode public faith in the administration of the election. Trump also faces dozens of criminal charges across three other indictments, one of them involving his alleged attempts to overturn his 2020 loss in Georgia. He has denied wrongdoing in all of the cases. And then friends, here's the part where Donald Trump all but destroyed another possible defense he might have offered at trial. In an interview with NBC's Meet the Press, Trump said it was his decision that the election was rigged against him, adding that he relied on his own instincts to reach that conclusion. Those comments could undermine a possible defense that he relied on the advice of his lawyers in continuing to challenge his defeat. Okay, friends, there's a lot to unpack there, but let's take on the last point first. Donald Trump blowing up the advice of counsel defense in his Meet the Press interview. Think about it in connection with filing your tax returns. Let's assume you're filling out your tax returns and some tax attorney or some tax preparer tells you, oh, you're authorized to take a particular deduction. So you take that deduction on your taxes and you file them with the IRS and then the IRS comes calling and they say, you were not authorized to take that deduction. What do you say? I did it on the advice of counsel, on the advice of a tax preparer. Advice of counsel is a legitimate, viable defense in the criminal law to certain crimes, not all crimes. So Donald Trump in the interview could have said, oh, I was relying on advice of counsel when you know I concluded the election was rigged and this fake elector thing was, was really on the up and up and I really could tell Mike Pence that he could just reject the electoral vote count and install me as president, advice of counsel. What did he say in the interview? I was going on my own instincts. Well, guess what? There is no advice of my own instincts defense. So yes, Donald Trump, blew up yet another potential defense and inferentially he confessed yet again, which he has done over and over again in his interviews, in his hate rally speeches, in his posts. He is forever confessing and damaging his ability to defend against the criminal charges in the future. So part of me says, you know what? Let Donald Trump keep lying on air. Keep interviewing him. Keep giving him the opportunity to confess, to incriminate himself. But a larger part of me says, stop him from lying. 
gag him using the legal system. Stop him from saying things that are endangering witnesses, prosecutors, judges, juries. Stop him from saying things that are poisoning all future jury pools. So friends, here's the bottom line for me. We have enough incriminating evidence. We have enough confessions out of Donald Trump's mouth that even a novice prosecutor would be able to walk in to a courtroom and convict Donald Trump in his or her sleep. Let's use a concrete example uh, from a recent criminal trial, the trial of Peter Navarro. Remember this clown? This is the guy who kept going on TV and giving interviews talking about how, you know, the whole fake elector scheme, he called it the Green Bay Sweep. The Green Bay Sweep. We're gonna use the Green Bay Sweep as if giving a coup attempt, a cute nickname, somehow made it not criminal. And Peter Navarro was forever trying to convince people that what he and his co-conspirators, his criminal associates did was on the up and up, wasn't criminal, completely authorized by the Constitution. It's the Green Bay sweep. What could possibly be wrong with the Green Bay sweep? So what happened when Peter Navarro went to trial recently? Well, you remember the reporting? This from the Daily Beast. Headline, jurors convict Trump loyalist Peter Navarro after just four hours. And that article reads in part, a federal jury on Thursday dropped the ax on Peter Navarro, finding the ex-Donald Trump advisor and MAGA loyalist guilty of a pair of contempt of Congress charges after just four hours of deliberations. He's now facing a sentence of up to two years behind bars. Navarro, who gained notoriety for the extreme efforts he made to try to overturn the 2020 election, was busted for ignoring a subpoena to hand over documents and testify before the House's January 6th committee. So friends, there's a concrete example of how a guy, Peter Navarro, went out, ran his mouth, you know, all day, every day, trying to deceive people into believing that what he and his criminal associates had done was all on the up and up, perfectly legal, perfectly constitutional. But once that case was in trial proper, all of that nonsense melted away and Peter Navarro had no defense to his crimes, no admissible evidence you know, of the Green Bay sweep being constitutional or anything else he did being lawful, being authorized. It was all criminal. And a four-hour verdict, friends, can I tell you, that is an extraordinarily quick verdict. I mean, the jury is told that when they first retire to deliberate, begin deliberating in the case, they should select a four-person. Can I tell you, sometimes that can take hours. And then they are to survey the evidence. And then they're not to sort of rush to a verdict because the judges will instruct the jurors, you know, if you announce a position, you know, as soon as you enter the deliberation room, you might hesitate to back down from that position if, you know, when you listen to your other jurors and their assessment of the evidence, 
maybe you'd be inclined to change your mind. But you know, if you announce a verdict very early on, that is maybe not the best way to proceed. So the judges send the signal to the juries, take your time, don't rush. This jury had nothing to discuss. You know, the Green Bay sweep is nonsense and Peter Navarro is guilty. Now I go through all that to highlight how all of Donald Trump's statements, his lies, his steamrolling, are not going to be admissible in court. They're not going to win the case for him. But the damage he is permitted to do with those lies, continuing to poison the well of public opinion, continuing to poison all future jury pools, continuing to endanger witnesses and judges and prosecutors and jurors and anybody that he believes is involved in the efforts to hold him accountable for his crimes are so damaging. So damaging. So look, Trump has confessed enough. He's incriminated himself enough. So I am hopeful that Judge Chutkin grants Jack Smith's order to put some narrowly tailored restrictions on Donald Trump's speech and his posts. And I also hope that news organizations choose not to continue to platform him and his lies. Because fact-checking articles after the fact are never going to catch up to and completely diffuse and rebut those lies. And every time he's permitted to speak, he is poisoning the jury pool a little bit more and making his odds of winning, if not an acquittal, a not guilty verdict, and maybe a hung jury when he begins going to trial a little bit better. And why in the world would anybody want to facilitate that? So hopefully the judge will gag Donald Trump. Hopefully news outlets will stop platforming Donald Trump and his lies. And hopefully the jury pool will remain as untainted as is humanly possible, because that is how we, the people, will have a shot at Donald Trump being held accountable for his crimes. We, the people, will have a shot at justice. Because justice matters. Coming up after the break, one of Trump's longtime assistants has revealed incriminating evidence against Trump in the classified documents case. Glenn gives the details next on Justice Matters. Beowulf here with Justice Matters, and I am loving the warmer weather and the sunnier skies. It makes you want to get out and move and get healthy. And you can help yourself get healthy and meet your wellness goals with no prep, no mess meals from Factormeals.com. There's a whole menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or simply eat in a well-balanced way. What's my favorite? I love the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken with spicy cilantro cauliflower rice. So flavorful and healthy too. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? 
Head to Factormeals.com slash Glenn50 and use code Glenn50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's Glenn50 at Factormeals.com slash G-L-E-N-N-5-0 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factormeals.com slash Glenn50. Go there. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Molly Michael, a longtime executive assistant to Donald Trump, has told prosecutors that he often wrote to-do lists for her on classified documents. Glenn says she'll be a devastating witness against him during the trial. So friends, ABC News just broke a story with some new, incredibly damaging, deeply incriminating information about Donald Trump's classified documents case. Let's start with the ABC News headline, Trump wrote to-do lists for assistant on White House documents marked classified. Okay, first of all, we don't know what kind of to-do lists Donald Trump wrote for his executive assistant on classified documents. You know, was it, hey, run out and get two Big Macs, a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken, and a six-pack of Diet Coke? We don't yet know. But here's the thing. That headline is really not the most damaging revelation. Why? Well, because we already knew how reckless Donald Trump was with classified information. We already knew how little regard he had and has for our national security. We already knew he took documents that he was not entitled to take. We know he refused to return those documents when they were demanded by the National Archives. We know he obstructed justice when he violated a subpoena requiring him to return the documents. And we already knew that he did so much of this in violation of our nation's espionage laws for which he's been indicted. But a couple of things we didn't know. Let's return to the ABC News article. One of former President Donald Trump's longtime assistants told federal investigators that Trump repeatedly wrote to-do lists for her on documents from the White House that were marked classified, according to sources familiar with her statements. As described to ABC News, the aide, Molly Michael, told investigators that More than once, she received requests or taskings from Trump that were written on the back of note cards, and she later recognized those note cards as sensitive White House materials with visible classification markings used to brief Trump while he was still in office about phone calls with foreign leaders or other international-related matters. And the article goes on to relate that Ms. Michaels 
turned over those classified documents, the to-do lists, to the FBI. The article continues. The sources said Michael also told federal investigators that last year she grew increasingly concerned with how Trump handled recurring requests from the National Archives for the return of all government documents being kept in boxes at Mar-a-Lago, and she felt that Trump's claims about it at the time would be easy to disprove, according to the sources. Sources said that after Trump heard the FBI wanted to interview Michael last year, Trump allegedly told her, quote, you don't know anything about the boxes, close quote. Molly Michael knew all about the boxes. Molly Michael knew the federal government was demanding their return. And what did Donald Trump tell Miss Michael? You don't know anything about the boxes. Put a pin in that. The article continues, Michael's statements to investigators described to ABC News by sources shed further light on the breadth of evidence that Smith has amassed to support his case against Trump. In 2018, Michael became Trump's executive assistant in the White House, and she continued to work for him when Trump left office. But she resigned last year in the wake of Trump's alleged refusal to comply with the federal requests and the FBI's subsequent search of Mar-a-Lago. And get this, friends. Trump began to seem more reluctant to cooperate with the agency, the National Archives, and he asked Michael to help spread a message that no more boxes existed even though Molly Michael knew that dozens and dozens and dozens of boxes still existed, were still being unlawfully retained by Donald Trump. And in fact, Miss Michael took some pictures of those boxes at Mar-a-Lago while Donald Trump was telling her, you don't know anything about the boxes, and I want you to help spread the word that no more boxes exist, no. She took some pictures of the boxes, and those pictures ultimately came into the hands of the FBI, and you've seen the pictures. Some of them ended up in the very indictment against Donald Trump for his unlawful retention of those boxes, for his obstruction of justice, and for his violation of our nation's espionage laws. Now, ABC reached out to Donald Trump's team for comment about these dramatically incriminating assertions by Ms. Michael. Here's what Trump's team said. Uh, Trump's spokesperson said that what ABC News was told um, lacks proper context and relevant information. Boy, there's a non-denial, if I ever heard one. You know, friends, this reporting highlights the fact that prosecutors have so much more incriminating evidence regarding Donald Trump than we could possibly know. And here is yet another longtime Trump loyalist who will testify against him at trial. Someone, Molly Michael, who would not participate in Trump's crimes, who would not spread the word that we have no more boxes when she knew he had more boxes. Molly Michael said, no, I will not. 
And when these trials get underway against Donald Trump and his criminal associates, you know, you are going to see Donald Trump convicted with a chorus of Republican voices. The Molly Michaels, the Cassidy Hutchinsons. There are so many good people who did stand up to Donald Trump's tyranny, to his bullying, to his harassment, to his threats, to his lawlessness. And they said, no, I will not. People who came before them, like Colonel Alexander Vindman, like Marie Yovanovitch, Ambassador Yovanovitch, like Dr. Fiona Hill, people who stood up and said, no, I will not. Because to them, justice matters. Friends, as always, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.